You're listening to Manufacturing Ignition Recruitment Advice, bringing you right up to date on the latest recruitment information, trends and discussions to help you recruit the best people for your business. Sponsored by Bonfire Recruitment, helping manufacturing leaders across the UK to attract the best talent for their manufacturing company. Ignite your business or career today by visiting www.bonfirerecruitment.com. Here's your hosts, Terry Mallin and Scott Buchanan. Well, we jump on to the recruitment minutes. Sounds like a plan. Good. Okay, so guys, over the last couple of weeks, what we've been looking at is specific problems that you as a business leader might face within your business in terms of recruitment. Um, and I'm glad to say now we're going to go through the some of the solutions to those, uh, to those uh, problems that we went through. Um, if you've not listened to the first two podcasts, jump back on to SoundCloud or iTunes and search Manufacturing Ignition Podcast uh, and, and you'll be able to catch up with us. So jumping on to the first two solutions. So the, what, the first solution, now remember the, the first problem we discussed was the current management team being below par. And the solution to that, as a business leader, you're looking for a strong management team. And that's to make sure the foundations are secure within the business, allowing you to manage the growth, implement specific changes that are required, take the team and the business through that journey and maintaining a positive workforce. Good culture goes hand in hand with retaining staff and that naturally improves productivity as well. Providing that structure, you'll, you'll have complete confidence that the business is going in the right direction. You know, what's your thoughts, Scott? Yeah, I, th- I think you're spot on. I think it's actually looking at making sure it's the right talent in the right areas initially, or at least there's a development plan to allow that to happen. And actually the, the working environment, you know, is is tying in with what the talent is looking to do, but ties in with, you know, the company vision going forward, you see, because I think um, there's a lot of, you know, pe- people that that come through, you know, come through our hands over the, over the years tend to not, the only reason they're looking traditionally is because of, you know, that there's something very simple um, that, that could be fixed, do you see? Um, and I think they're looking at the softer piece is, is absolutely um, important. And in addition to making sure um, it's the right, you know, right people in the right places. You know, listening and communication is very key in this because you can, you can understand, you know, so the question that I've got really to everyone listening out there who, uh, heads up or as a decision maker within a business is you know everyone's been thinking of the strategy and the plans for 2018 over the past couple of months those will have been finalized or if not fi- you know finalized already you know thinking about it when you're listening to this podcast think thinking about it do you have the team currently that can lead that business on that strategy during 2018 and deliver but not only deliver to exceed if there's weak links, are those weak links able to be developed to allow uh, you to hit that, that, that target? If not, then thinking about how you make uh, the necessary changes so your business is in the prime position for 2018 to achieve the goals that you've set out and get off in the front foot straight away. Yeah, what, what is the plan? You know, if, if the answers to some of those questions are no, you know, what, what is the plan? And actually, if the answers are no and there isn't a plan, then, you know, it's, it's, it's probably seriously worth considering, you know, why the best team isn't in place to go forward because that, that is what's going to make the difference. And it's getting it's getting pretty competitive out there, as, as I think we all know. Yeah, yeah. And it's not all about uh, having, you know, blue chip 
candidates within your business. It's actually having the right people suited to your business, suited to your culture, that's bringing in the best possible skills and experience to deliver the challenges that you might face next year. But more importantly, actually the business decisions that are getting made to see you know, the bottom number improve or whatever that might be, you know, that's that's key. So that's something for our listeners to, yeah. to, to think about I, over the next couple of weeks. Just on that point, I think especially at this time of year when, it, you know, that it's, you know, things can get pretty busy. Um, and I think it's too easy sometimes to actually reflect on, look, do I have, you know, a lot of forecasting's going on for 2018 and it's, a, you know, actually asking do I have the talent in my organisation to allow this, you know, for the growth to happen? Um, and I think by asking that question, you know, then you, you'll find in, in your, your structure and your, your forecasting, I guess, will all tie in together. So, yeah, it's, it's not a bad thing to okay. think about it. And then the second one, Scott, so the second solution. So the, the problem that we discussed last, uh, the first podcast it was actually, was issues retaining key staff. Mm-hmm. And I kind of tie this more into a business reputation and making sure you have as positive a business reputation as possible. As you know, as business people and career focused, we clearly want to be working with a business that's got great branding, good marketing, the staff are happy, training and develops provided. The key aspect that I see is it's a career rather than a job. And I see most businesses out in the out in our sector, it's a job to most staff mm-hmm. rather than a career. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a, it has to be a consistent message that's going out to your current workforce as well as out to the wider market for people who you might be looking to attract in future. You know, how, what are you doing to become or be the employer of choice in your specific market or industry? You know, and that starts off by recognising, rewarding individual performance, the current staff, you know, promotion within setting clear talent guidelines for staff so they know that they can achieve uh, certain things within the company. They know they can work their way up from shop floor and take the MD position. That way it drives great behaviours and the business will go in the right direction. And, and by doing that latter point there, Terry, it allows a bit of competition in the background, which makes it a more competitive team, which makes it probably, you know, um, a, a fighting team that in, in the, the market area that, that is there in a positive way. And I think that therein lies the opportunity for others to develop through that and actually can see the people going through the ranks. That, that actually there's a knock-on effect, you know, throughout the business, which is, which is, you know, it'll save companies a lot of money um, by by investing and developing all of the staff, assuming that the right level to do so. And we all know within manufacturing, uh, it can be super, super fast-paced. We can get stuck in the day-to-day a lot of the time. But really, we need, you know, it's a it's a matter of actually taking the head out of the sand, and actually looking at the how are you retaining staff, what the retention rate is first of all. And then actually what you can do to improve that or alternatively, actually how you can actually market to get, uh, you know, the best people for your business to want to work for you because they see a future career and they're not just joining for a job, they're joining for the long term. They see that as a as a complete commitment to the business. And, and probably the thought that I want to leave on positive business reputation, Scott, is it's all easy for, for, for us to think about it right now as you're hearing about it. But actually start now, not next year. Now, it's the toughest nut to crack, but it's the most important. You know, if you can retain your key staff on site, 
uh, because they're happy, they're satisfied in their job. It's a company they see a career with. They're never going to look anywhere else. For myself and Scott, as uh, you know, headhunters, and you know, I hate that word, but uh, you know, you know, they're never going to entertain a conversation with me and Scott. They're going to be happy in their current role, which allows you to have a stable workforce, a stable management team, and any additions on the back of that have to be equal or even better than that to raise the performance levels again. So it really kind of snowballs from there. Yeah. You know, but that's my two pence. No, and you're right. And there's a couple of points in there, Terry, around that, you know, there's there's nothing wrong. And, and to be honest, good, healthy businesses, um, there is always some level of attrition within them for their own reasons and actually to get fresh yeah, ideas course. within the business. But actually, you know, for, for the people that we, you know, work with and identify, you know, for, for our clients and so on, you know, it's we're not looking for the average candidate. You know, we are looking for, you know, the, you know, the, the, the suitable level for, for the, the clients that we're working with. And um, at the end of the day, you know, the, 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 the number of candidates that we speak to versus the, the, the temptation to leave, a lot of it's stemmed around career development and actually, you know, the, the, the relationship they have within the company. And it's simple things that can go a long way, definitely. Yeah, good, good. You know, just to kind of summarise that then, Scott, what the two points we've covered. So the two problems was business leaders that we speak to on a regular basis feel possibly um, there could be improvements in their current management team. And also they may possibly have issues retaining key staff. So, you know, the solutions put in place, you know, business leaders want strong management teams and they want their business to have a positive reputation out there in the marketplace. Uh, so hopefully that gives you a bit to think about, you know, tonight going forward. But, you know, it's, it's very important. And I would definitely the, I'd stress highly the most important is your business reputation internally and externally kind of sets you up to deliver all your future goals going forward. We're getting the best staff and retaining the best staff in your business. Because as we all know, people make the business. Yeah, no, I agreed. And actually, just just on the final point there, if the business maybe over the years has maybe not got the most positive reputation, candidates actually can, you know, it's actually something that, you know, that, that things are changing for the future, actually can, you know, can get a lot of buy-in from, from a given business as well, um, which sometimes is forgotten. And remember, people can search on the likes of glassdoor.com. Literally, if, if, you know, tonight or... Tomorrow morning, whenever you get a chance, you know, go into Glassdoor, Google it, Glassdoor, and type in your company's specific name and to see if anyone's left a review. Because a lot of a lot of career-driven individuals will search Glassdoor before they even entertain a conversation for a particular position within a business. So it is weighted highly. Not yeah, it's not the be all and end all, but it's important to see how your business reputation's out there to the market to people that might not know your com- company yeah, already. I guess by by actually doing that action, Terry, I think then that's the most crucial stage, isn't it? Because actually being honest to your own business, as into yourself or within that business, you know, having the, the guts to check to see well, what's the external market view of my business. If if you know, because sometimes it's very easy to to not to do that. So um, no, that that's that's good advice, definitely. Thanks for listening to the Manufacturing Ignition podcast. If you've made it this far, we take it that you enjoyed the show. In return, we'd love it if you'd leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Subscribe while you're there and we'll catch you for the next episode.